Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? What? Sorry? What am I doing? Uh, with the retirement of the SAP Cloud Platform brand and the business technology platform rebranding exercise, I thought I could reinvent myself and come up with a, you know, brand new persona for me. Seems like it did not work. Hmm. Then let's go with the tried and tested one. Hey there. Hello, Namaste. This is your host Manjunath coming to you from Bangalore, India. And welcome to episode 69, uh, oh, or rather episode 1 of the new SAP integration and extension talk. First things first, let's address the elephant in the room. What will be different in the new SAP integration and extension talk? Well, not that much actually. We still work with the goal of keeping you, developers and other interested technical audiences from our customers, partners, ecosystem up to date with what is going on with the SAP integration suite and the SAP extension suite. We will still cover topics like new feature releases, service showcases, best practices, pricing updates and success stories from the world of integration and extension. In saying that, I would also invite you to share your feedback on what you would want to see included into our podcast and we will sincerely try to get it incorporated. You can share your thoughts with us over any of our social channels like the SAP community, Twitter, etc. Looking forward to hear from you. Today, we have a short and sweet episode for you. Uh, to open the episode, we will take a bird's eye view of recent feature releases in our services in the What's New section. Secondly, we'll have an exciting episode highlight for you. As promised in one of our previous episodes, we have our friend Abhishek Nath join us to present the first edition of our DevOps and Lifecycle Management series for us. I know this would be an interesting topic for many of you. So without further ado, let's go. I mean, let's talk. By the way, did all of you check out the Rise with SAP event and the announcements from our CEO Christian Klein? Rise with SAP is a business transformation as a service offering from SAP which can work as your personalized concierge in your journey towards becoming an intelligent enterprise. Rise with SAP is an offer which brings together everything you need to transform your business with one contract and amazing TCO improvements. It is extremely heartening to see that the SAP business technology platform stands at the heart of this offering as the one single platform for realizing integration extensibility and data to value scenarios. Rise with SAP includes consumption credits for SAP business technology platform services along with the S4HANA cloud, the business process intelligence and business network capabilities. This is because we at SAP fully realize that any intelligent enterprise requires a platform to collect data and extract actionable insights plus business value from it to integrate your existing hybrid system landscapes and to build innovative differentiating extensions to your existing business processes. 
the SAP integration suite and SAP extension suite will continue to provide these invaluable capabilities as a part of a rise with SAP to our platform and the intelligent suite customers. I definitely recommend to watch the event replay and get deep understanding on rise with SAP and how it can help you by visiting our website sap.com. Finding rise in the website should be quite easy. Now to some significant feature releases in the integration and extension suite since the last podcast episode. Did you check out the new and enhanced service marketplace page in the cloud cockpit? We now consolidate the experience of working with services and applications into one single marketplace UI. You can create, explore and manage service instances and application subscriptions all from one single marketplace. This UI now integrates the functionality which was provided by the former subscriptions page, which will also eventually be removed from the cockpit experience. You can find detailed documentation on this change in our help pages. Another significant announcement which needs attention and action from your end is the SAP HANA service on our new environment. The currently available version of HANA, that is HANA 1.0, reaches end of maintenance on June 30th, 2021, which is end of Q2. After this date, there will be no security fixes, support packages or patches delivered for SAP HANA 1.0. So we have already released SAP HANA 2.0 on the new environment and you are strongly recommended to upgrade your existing SAP HANA 1.0 systems to version 2.0 by June the 30th timeline. This is required so that you can enjoy continued support for these database systems. SAP community blogs, detailed help documentation, overview video on the upgrade process have all been made available. All account administrators owning SAP HANA database systems will also receive emails outlining the upgrade procedure. Keep an eye out for these emails. Still, In case you have questions or want to discuss the upgrade with us at SAP, please reach out to your SAP customer engagement executive or the SAP account executive. Of course, there are many, many more features released in the last month. You can find more details in the business technology platform release notes page, which is linked from our SAP community and our SAP help pages. And now, to today's episode highlight. As promised, we have my colleague and friend Abhishek Nath joining us with an interview with another product management colleague, Mr. Boris Zaska from the Cloud Lifecycle Management team. With the SAP extension suite, we provide a gamut of runtimes, tools and services which can help you develop innovative applications and enterprise extensions of your business processes. Okay, now that you have developed your extension applications, how do you then operate it? Many times customers, partners reach out to us with questions on the DevOps offerings from the platform. Abhishek and Boris will cover this very topic today. This should be very interesting. Over to you, Abhishek. So hello everyone. Uh, Welcome to our podcast series. My name is Abhishek Nath, and I'm a product manager in the area of cloud and lifecycle management. 
looking after the overall SAP business technology platform DevOps portfolio for APJ and, and MENA regions. Um, and as promised in our last interaction, I'm back with the first episode of our DevOps podcast series, where we are going to talk about the various aspects of DevOps uh, in an SAP business technology platform environment. Uh, we'll do this by inviting various guests uh, over to our podcast over the next few episodes. Uh, of course, today's episode is special as we kick off this series. Um, and as my first guest in the series, I have with me my friend and colleague, uh, Mr. Boris Zaska. Uh, Boris is the lead product manager for the overall DevOps offering that we have. Um, so, hi, Boris. Uh, welcome to the series. Uh, would you like to give our listeners a brief intro about yourself before we begin? Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Avishek. First of all, for having me, of course. So yeah, my, my name is Boris Saske. I'm actually in the same area as Abhishek, so also coming from the cloud and lifecycle management, where I'm also working as a product manager. And as Abhishek mentioned, there I'm in charge of the overall DevOps story around SAP Business Technology Platform. So thanks for having me. Oh, great. Great, Boris. Thanks uh, for that short and quick intro. Uh, Boris uh, is here, of course, to answer some of the important questions that anyone who is getting started uh, with DevOps in the SAP business technology platform environment could have. Um, so let's then uh, move on to the topic at hand. Um, so Boris, could you please provide a quick introduction to our DevOps portfolio? Yeah, sure. So yeah, um, when you think of DevOps, um, yeah, we also came up with a corresponding vision statement, according to which we want to enable our customers to apply DevOps to the complete technology stack. That's, of course, key for SAP environments, be it for cloud-native applications or on-premise landscapes or then also hybrid landscapes. And beyond, uh, because the yeah, probability is also high that customers might already have certain approaches in place then most probably not uh, steaming from SAP environments. So our offering has to be open to allow also a smooth integration instead of demanding an own decoupled approach and environment that has to be run in parallel then. And sure. yeah, yeah, actually, actually for this, we have structured our portfolio interfaces uh, along the complete life cycle. And maybe I just guide you through those phases. Would it be okay? Sure. Sure, absolutely. Ah. That would be fantastic. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, let's start. Uh, so, the first phase we have is the planet setup phase, where we actually provide best practices, such as for building and running applications in cloud environments for SAP. And uh, we also provide offerings to set up continuous integration and continuous delivery infrastructures, especially for SAP scenarios. So, there, for example, we have a pipeline as a service offering provided uh, with the SAP Continuous Integration Delivery Service. It just allows to apply DevOps principles without having to build up and then operate an own CI-CD infrastructure. And as a result, it just enables a very quick and easy start. And uh, we are working on enabling it for more and more use cases. And in case you should need more flexibility or already have an own CI-CD infrastructure in place, our so-called Project Piper offering is, in, is there, which offers, for example, pipeline templates you can directly download from GitHub and run on your own infrastructure. Then 
complemented by a library of pipeline steps you can use to extend and adapt your pipelines according to your needs, which also brings in SAP aspects then. And that is complemented by scenarios, meaning end-to-end -end descriptions of important use cases with a lot of examples. And we also have Docker images you can also download from GitHub and add easily to your pipeline. For uh, ABAP uh, development, uh, especially for on-premise SPS for HANA systems, we have enabled CI/CD with our so-called Git-enabled change and transport system, or GCTS for short. That just allows developers to stick to their known development tools, but nevertheless, they can then benefit from automated pipelines where they can validate also their changes uh, being performed with ABAP and for which GCTS then pushes also the ABAP code into central source code repository and handles all the underlying uh, yeah, uh, uh, deployments and then pushes there. There we just see a lot of benefits as well for, for ABAP on-premise then. So that's really a comprehensive offering to set up CI/CD, as you can see, because yeah, that's just an important aspect of, of the whole DevOps approach right. we see there. And then, Cool. As you can imagine, right? I mean, then the next phase development is test. That's that's rather straightforward, uh, where then your developers come up with changes uh, using the development environment of choice, be it our business application studio or Visual Studio Code. So also there we are pretty open here, and then use actually the automated pipelines to run automated tests to verify their changes and get the direct feedback on that and react on that. And that just helps them overall to increase the quality of, of the increment. And then the actual outcome of the phase is a qualified release candidate, which you then propagate towards production with the right amount of control in, in the deliver and change phase. Meaning you can either uh, yeah, use the automated pipeline to also propagate the changes with continuous delivery then, or if you should need more control, uh, we can also offer an integration into transport and change management, which allows you to track the order trail of changes, meaning you know exactly who performed which change in which production sub accounted when. Yeah, that's that's actually the propagation. And then finally, in the monitor and operate phase, uh, your DevOps teams use our monitoring services to get transparency on what is going on with your application running on the platform. Uh, for this, they can subscribe to events coming uh, from applications and from used services from the platform and from the hyperscalers with our alerting capabilities. And they can also look into ops automation, for which we also offer a comprehensive cloud service that brings several catalogs of automated commands around SAP that's then allowed to build an automated reaction without actual coding. And wow. yeah, in addition, we are also working on a central dashboard that shall bring all those different aspects together, uh, where then the cross-functional teams can work together to optimize along the complete lifecycle. And that is covered in the automated optimize phase. You see a very holistic offering, uh, but that's what right. we have in place. 
Right, I can I can see that we we already have quite a complete picture there. I mean, there's a lot going on uh, with all of these offerings. Um, but but uh, Boris, tell me something. I mean, uh, we have a lot of offerings on the one hand from SAP now, as you outlined, um, and and there are so many other offerings out there in the market, especially for uh, you know cloud sure. development. So as a customer. Uh, as an SAP customer, why should I uh, consider the portfolio of DevOps services around SAP business technology platform, uh, given that there are already a lot of other established offerings out there? Very, very good question. Thanks a lot for uh, raising that. You're absolutely right. Uh, I mean, the most important aspect I would say is not surprisingly, I would say uh, that, of course, our offering is SAP centric and tailored for SAP environments. Right. Think of the templates uh, for SAP specific scenarios and approaches that we provide, where typical customer use case can be addressed directly within pipeline, for example. And um, then, of course, that is complemented with best practices and clear guidance, such as for the extension use cases, and that just eases overall to adapt DevOps in SAP specific scenarios. Then another very important aspect is uh, that we focus also on the hybrid lifecycle management support, as this is and yeah, most probably will be reality for many of our customers, at least for the upcoming future, right? That's true, and, that's true. Yeah, and to give you an example, I mean, if you should need more control of your changes, as I mentioned before, towards production, we have that defined handover of release candidates into transport and change management. They can gain this transparency as mentioned before and handle also hybrid interdependencies if you should have changes on-premise that have interdependencies to the cloud changes then. And that's just a general pattern I see for our offering. If your center of gravity should reside on-premise, at least for the time being, right? then we want to offer the option to extend relevant on-premise operation processes with cloud aspects as well. With the mentioned integration into change management or for example, by forwarding cloud alerts into exception management of SAP Solution Manager. And we are also integrating our offerings into other strategic op operation platforms from SAP, such as SAP Cloud ALM in the future. And to make this clear, this is of course not a must, right? Our services also integrate smoothly with non-SAP approaches or can right. run, can be run standalone. But yeah, just if you should have invested in corresponding approaches and environments, I'm pretty sure you will welcome the option to extend those also with the cloud aspects in the end, right? Of okay. course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just makes sense. That's also the feedback we receive. And other arguments for our offering are that we spend the different environments of the SP business technology platform, meaning you can stick to CI, CD, transport, alerting, ops automation, no matter if you're using Neo today, Cloud Foundry tomorrow, and yeah, Kubernetes in the future. And mm -hmm. then we have also very high integration of our tool set so meaning our services can easily bring up notifications such, such as also, for example, for executed transports into production environments, which you can then use right. to trigger um, operation automation that, uh, for example, uh, brings up commands out of our large number of automated uh, commands that are in place and are being provided, such as for alert remediation, tasks around the life cycle and uh, yeah, other recurring DevOps related tasks. Okay, and finally, I, I've mentioned it before, uh, finally, we are also open, meaning we provide open APIs, 
which just makes sense, right? And um, are working on migrating also our project Piper step library towards Golang. That's just making them usable for many CI/CD infrastructures, meaning we open up there as well. And another example is that you can also report events coming from the platform easily into third-party management platforms. So we try to be open in all directions, right? Um, open in terms of um, yeah, that, that you can use our best practices in whatever environment you might have, uh, that you can also bring in the information coming from the platform and from our services smoothly into other approaches that might already be there in place. And that's the overall um, right. approach we want to take. So overall, really, SAP-centric approach with the best practices and templates, then hybrid use case and yeah, our openness. I would say that those are the key differentiators I would see, especially uh, that bring benefit for right. SAP-centric scenarios. Right, right. So, so we've established that we have a good offering. We've established that, of course, our offering plays well with third party as well as SAP right. tools as well. Um, and then, of course, we have a wide variety of, uh, let's say, content available already out of the box uh, for these offerings. Uh, now, Boris, uh, the main question for any customer or partner would be, uh, I know all of this is there now. Uh, what is my first step now? How, how do I get started with, the, with DevOps uh, using the outline portfolio that you talked about? about yeah very good um, again yeah if you now want to make first steps and want to gain more insights my recommendation is to take a look at our sap community page for devops so please just go to the community and you can search for devops and then it should come up as one of the first hits there uh, because they you will find, find a lot of links with all our offerings uh, like blog post series around the portfolio, learning journeys for CI/CD and, and DevOps overall. And um, yeah, also we are working on an open SAP course that is planned to start in April, which will also then provide a good starting point to gain further insights into our offering. So look out for corresponding notifications to be sent out um, soon. And um, if you should already have a concrete project at hand, then uh, you can let your development team start easy with, with an automated pipeline using our pipeline as a service offering or the pipeline templates and a step library from Project Piper, which just will allow your DevOps teams to come up with a running environment and results very quickly. And as soon as they will come up then with a release candidate in the form of this qualified archive, you nevertheless will be able to regain control then with a defined automated handover from your pipeline into transport management by the way, which you can also directly configure in our SP continuous integration delivery service out of the box. So that's that's really right. easy to start for those projects and then option to regain control. And for on-premise, uh, there you can also gain first experience with uh, CI/CD for for ABAP development by using our Git-enabled change and transport system. And the advantage here is that you can use it in parallel to existing transport processes. So meaning right. it's a non-disruptive approach with that, right? Which will just mm -hmm. allow you to build up expertise with first projects using Git-enabled change and transport system, and then you can take a stepwise approach here as well. And oh, yep, finally, fantastic. I mean. Yeah, but that, that just makes sense because otherwise it's it's hard to estimate how that feels and and uh, absolutely just, absolutely yeah, yeah yeah like you said it's non-disruptive absolutely yeah yeah that, that that is also a huge advantage I would say 
see here. And yeah, finally, if, if you should need further guidance, I mean, for us, of course, we are also very keen to, to stay in contact with our customers there. So please do not hesitate to reach out to us directly, such as, of course, via the SP community, or you can reach out via LinkedIn or email. So I would be very happy to get in touch with you and then discuss some of the topics mentioned before. Absolutely. So would all of us. Um, I, I guess it's been really informative. So thanks a lot, Boris, for your insightful answers. I'm sure they will bring a, a lot of clarity to a lot of our listeners. Um, and I should also say that the the, the community, uh, DevOps community and, and the LinkedIn profiles that Boris just talked about, uh, we'll have links uh, to, uh, to those in the description of the podcast. So of course, it'll be easier for us to find us um, in the SCN and of course on LinkedIn. So please feel free to reach out. Um, I should also, uh, of course, tell you that please do tune in uh, next time for more in-depth talks about DevOps on the business technology platform. Uh, next time we will have uh, a talk in detail about continuous integration and continuous delivery with my friend and fellow product manager, uh, Irina Kirilova. Um, till then, I hope you all stay safe. Um, thanks a lot to all of you for listening. Stay safe uh, and see you next time. Uh, and thanks a lot to Boris again. Um, bye. Thanks a ton, Abhishek and Boris. This was extremely informative and I cannot wait to see what exciting stuff Abhishek brings us with the next episode on CICD with Irina. Let's wait and watch. Well, that's it for today. Again, don't forget to share your thoughts, feedback, experiences with us over the various social channels. Follow at the rate SAPCP. That's right, it still doesn't change. The SAP Application Development and Integration page on Twitter. Follow the SAP Business Technology Platform and the SAP Cloud Platform tags on the SAP community. And last but not the least, subscribe, keep listening and supporting the rocking episodes of the new SAP Integration and Extension Talk podcast powered by OpenSAP. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, this has been Manjunath. Keep calm and yes, rise with SAP. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the SAP Integration and Extension Talk. If you are interested to learn more about the SAP Integration Suite and SAP Extension Suite, visit our homepage at sap.com slash integration suite or sap.com slash extension suite. The SAP Integration and Extension Talk is powered by OpenSAP, SAP's free learning platform. Check out our massive open online courses, microlearning and podcasts on open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you.